0: What's up guys it's call me books and we're here for another episode of gamers tv and uh today we're going to be talking about what we thought about the playstation 5 showcase why not just start with the actual hardware itself you know they finally revealed it and i feel like it's a great design a lot of people don't like it uh, a lot of memes have been put out there and they're pretty funny but the design is is i love it i mean it screams next gen what do you guys think about that
1: I love the colors. Uh the design isn't terrible. There really are just a couple things that I'm not too crazy about. Uh I don't like the little pointy ears up top. And for the one that's coming with that uh the 4K Blu-ray optical drive, I do not like the placement at all. Um but other than that, I do think it's a very beautiful console. That uh the contrast of the colors really makes it pop. I don't know how they're doing those like LED strips in the corner, but it just it like made it for me. And I, I got to agree with books on this one. That next-gen feel, I I get it. Like it, it really just pops. And it, I kind of feel like, you know, if I'm dropping all this money, I want something to make me feel like it's worth it. And having that eye candy in your entertainment room or wherever you do your gaming, the PS5 is accomplishing that, in my opinion.
2: So let me ask you guys this, since you own previous PlayStations where I have not. With pre previous PlayStations, you normally have them laying flat. Is that you know? It didn't seem like that was the case with the new with the new PS5 that's coming out.
1: They they always reveal it vertical, um, but after the reveal, they did also show some pictures of it horizontal.
2: Gotcha. I was a little concerned because the Xbox showed their reveals a few days before the PlayStation Five reveal, and it's literally just a black box. Which I mean, when you think about it, Xboxes have always been box shaped. Mm-hmm. But this, I don't know, this just this just looks like a, a mini Alexa speaker kind of thing. Right. It's a mini fridge. <laughs>
1: <It's> really, that's <laughs> the only thing I think about it. Like my favorite meme so far has to be using the Xbox Series X as like the leg mm-hmm. of a table. Someone put a glass table over it and then the PS5 as a router on top. It was like the most. Wow. Thing. <laughs> yeah.
2: The PlayStation 5, the PlayStation 5, does looks like a Wi-Fi router stuffed between a manila folder.
1: <laughs> that is that's one of my favorite ones uh i think mine has to be a ps2 by old school binder this is what they
0: did on it
2: <laughs> yeah i saw that got the early release
0: what about the um the one with the Seto kaiba head on it <laughs> no i haven't I seen, seen that, see that, one. that one. Oh, because it's <laughs> top <laughs> collar
1: right <laughs> yeah
0: <laughs> yeah he wears like a like a like a like a trench vest jacket i don't even know what what it's called and then he has like a black shirt inside and and yeah just putting his hand on top of it just completed that look
3: xbox went more for like uh they said it themselves you know like they just trying to jam pack it they didn't really go for the look they is similar to the xbox x it's just the box they jammed it with the gpu the cpu all the power and just put it all together
2: as long as it has good airflow, that's all that really matters. Yeah, that's what the they that's what they went for. Like right. mag their max
1: airflow for heating. I mean We definitely don't want another Red Ring of Death situation. <laughs> no, <laughs> we'll definitely, definitely not. Um but you know, you know. Speaking of, like right, as as uh, Punisher mentioned about like the hardware, the China Jam packet. We have mentioned the PS5 uh, hard drive. It is proprietary. Again, five gigabytes per second is phenomenal. And I was actually glad to see gameplay of it. Uh, One of the biggest gripes I had with the, uh, was that the May Inside Xbox reveal was it was all like pre-rendered trailers. Yeah, it looked nice, but it's definitely not what they uh, not only promised because they said it was a gameplay trailer, but they, they did not deliver. Okay. PS5, you know, Sony did it phenomenally. Um, with uh, the uh, older IPS and even the newer ones, specifically talking about ratchet and Clank with that hook claw universe travel thing completely seamless. And I was I was honestly blown away by that. I don't know about you guys, but it, we might not see the strength of the hard drive until about two, three years from now when the developers have had more time with the hardware to really push it to its limits. But I am excited to see what these launch titles do. I believe we're expecting somewhere in like the mid-20s of launch titles.
0: It's about uh 20 25 26 games that were part of that uh showcase. I'm not sure if they're all really uh launch titles, but that'd be that'd be sick.
1: That would be sick. I mean, um, oh no, they were just they were just confirmed to be to come out, not launch, yeah. Uh, I was gonna oh, say okay. they weren't
2: all they weren't all gonna be um launch titles, some of them weren't even gonna come out till 2021 and 22. 20,
3: yeah, I've seen that, I've yeah. seen that now, yeah. I hope Ratchet is a launch title. I'm sorry, which one. I said, I hope Ratchet and Clank is a, a, a launch title. It
1: might be. You know, that's a long running series. Uh, one of my favorite things about them is like the subtle um, innuendos they put in their subtitles, right? You know, Ratchet and Clank. Uh, up Your Arsenal. <laughs> up Your Arsenal, right? Going Commando, things like that. So uh, I really want to see what this one is. Um, you know, one of my, I, I got to say, I've been, I recently played, you know, Spider Man PS4 because uh, I, I borrowed actually Punisher's PS4 because uh, I'd there weren't enough games for me to purchase it. Um, But but the thing I'm most excited about in here was that Spider-Man Miles Morales one. And the thing I'm most excited for is that they gave him a a shape-up. And that was the most impressive thing in there. So, really excited to see the black costume, see what to do with that. Uh, I mean, I want to go through the sequel for Horizon, you know, officially titled Forbidden West, and see what they do with that. But I mean, is
3: that a sequel or just like an expansion? You
1: no, know, it's a full sequel, bro.
0: No, it has to be a sequel. It's
3: been years. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a full sequel, bro. Oh, I um, think we need to look into that. I'm not sure. Nah, but, so I mean, if it is the L- L-, Miles whatever, Morales, right? how about that one? Is that an expansion to like this universe? Is it like the same base universe, or is it like a brand new game?
0: No, it's the same one. They showed Miles Morales and the. Uh, I think you actually played a. You played a couple like yeah missions with him.
1: They could have done more with that, in my opinion. That was probably the worst part of those games with Mary Jane, but I actually enjoyed it with the ones with Miles Morales because you actually did stuff, you know, you hacked stuff or whatever. But, uh, no, this looks like it is going to be, like, a standalone expansion, like the uh, Assassin's Creed Freedom Cry. I don't know if you guys did that one for Assassin's Creed Black Flag. No, I didn't get the chance. Yeah, so, yeah, I think they're going to kind of take that direction. Um, I don't think it's going to be a full game, but we're going to have to wait for more... uh, more information on that because i don't think it's dlc because they just released three dlcs for that so this is going to be some sort of standalone here that and i think godfall are two of the main ones that i'm looking forward to
0: so one thing that stood out to me a lot in regard you know from this playstation 5 showcase was a conversation that we had on an earlier podcast was about remasters and remakes and i mentioned that they shouldn't have been making remaking Resident Evil 4. Instead, they should have been working on Resident Evil 8. Well, that was a pleasant surprise to see an actual trailer for Resident Evil 8. So they're doing both, which is awesome.
1: Man, he doesn't know what he's talking about, man. He was directly in the boardroom when they told him that information. It was (laughs) not new to him. He knew it was coming. He just wanted to see (laughs) that. Uh, But no, I I think it's great. Another one that I'm sure you're excited about is uh, Demon's Souls is getting a full remake as well.
0: Definitely, I never played that one. Uh, but I, I started with the Dark Souls series, just to play. The, you know, the game that that started it all. That started that genre. I mean, it feels like it's in, it's in its own. Those games are in its it own is. genre. You know what when I mean? You
1: think about when something's you know difficult. You know, it was a while. You know, it reminds you of Dark Souls. Like that's the first thing people
0: jump to nowadays. It's harder than uh, Cuphead. Nah, I don't know about that, bro. <laughs>
3: I don't know about that. <laughs> it looked it looked beautiful though. That little
1: tease they showed. Yeah, so I'm definitely excited to see. Uh, what about you, uh, uh, Tortuga, as someone who's never owned one of the Sony consoles? Um, were you were you impressed by what they were doing with the hardware from a gameplay aspect? And as far as uh, their concepts that they were coming out, you know, not a lot of these games uh, make it to multi-platform. What did you think about those?
2: So, yeah, so PlayStation's has never been my cup of tea, but I can't talk bad about PlayStation after seeing the PS5 showcase. There were a lot of titles that came on screen that I was impressed with, and just that I thought were incredibly beautiful, and just to tie in a little bit, I never played Ratchet and Clank, obviously, because I never played PlayStation games, but I was impressed when they showed the gameplay of I don't know who that that main, Clank? The, the guy that's shooting most of the time?
3: Clank is yes, a robot. Ratchet.
2: Yeah, sure. So Ratchet, when he was you know... <laughs> When he was shifting through the the fields and and changing the the scenery instantly, because they're they're using that no latency, uh, zero latency, zero lag kind of like transitioning between anything with the new hardware and with both PlayStation and Xbox, and it was incredible to see that in action.
3: Yeah, I think that's definitely highlighting like that SSD power they're talking about, and they're. Because, like Steven said, the SSD, you could do the five gigabytes, but they could actually compress that and make it a lot faster. And I think you're seeing it with that game. That's why I think that's why they showed that. And then they did the gameplay, which was genius. It was like a smack to Xbox. Like, this is how you do it. You showed it, you show the gameplay right after that little trailer, and boom, it does exactly what they showed.
2: Definitely think it was a huge slap to Xbox. And hopefully, that means Xbox is going to pick it up with their next showcase. But um, to answer is pixels questions uh i games that caught my eye immediately were uh, on go down my list here so kind of bridge of the spirits yeah i got i got a super Ori in the blind forest mixed with breath of the wild Mm kind of vibe off of it which both are beautiful games and to combine the essences from both of those titles into one new Completely new title. I was like, "That's something I would definitely play." Um, another one that caught my attention was uh, Pragmata. I'm, I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Pragmata, Pragmata. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Books had some thoughts on Pragmata because uh, it resembled another PlayStation game, if I remember correctly.
0: Yeah, I thought it. Uh, I thought it looked exactly like. I thought it looked like Death Stranding. the uh, The suit that he had was very similar. Um, the little arm in the back that, you know, was, um, it, it kind of looks similar as well, except in a different position. And then the little girl, I honestly thought was that baby. I never played Death Stranding, but I thought it was the baby that he was carrying around. I don't know where they, where they went with that, what direction they took with that story. I definitely got to get into that game because, you know, it's Kojima. He's always made great games and, uh, it, it just reminded me so much of that. And I thought it was like a part two or maybe like DLC or something.
1: Yeah. Cause I mean, I'm pretty sure they're expecting DLC if I'm not mistaken. Um, but that, uh, like I said, Godfall was another one. I really want to see what they have with uh, the Square Enix game, the Project Athia. Athia, yeah, really I saw
2: game. that. That looked really, really good. That was definitely on my on top of the list. On I'm super impressed by the um, reveal from PlayStation.
1: I mean, there's a right 2K21. You know, they usually don't disappoint to me. That looked like looked my character could sweat. But for those who like those sports <laughs> games, I'm sure you're in for a treat there. Um, you know the 2K games have uh, really, you know, taken it to that next level. I, I think because that's really what everyone talks about nowadays when they look at it from a competitive aspect. So we'll see what's going to go on with that. Um, there were uh, many, many others that didn't really do it
3: for me. <laughs> what did you think about uh, Bug Snacks?
2: <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> what were they thinking?
3: <laughs> no, it, they got to throw little kid games in there. But when I saw was that, it I a was little like, little kid game. What? I don't know. That's some crack stuff right there. Because you got to be on something to enjoy that. I think. Oh my god!
0: Only real men play bugs next. But yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so so uh, a couple games actually caught my eye. You know, just straying away from the the big titles. Uh, we have Death Loop. That actually seemed interesting. Like two assassins, like in a you know in a battle, and and it just keeps looping over and over again. Like yeah. I, I don't know what kind of game that is. Like what what genre that would be. Um, if it's like maybe online multiplayer with, uh, you know, the two agents trying to kill each other. Um, but that seemed interesting. And another one, too, is you know, I, um, I
1: love that to cut you off there, but uh, I agree with you 100 um, percent. I'm just glad to see that Bethesda isn't releasing another Skyrim. So we'll see where they go with that.
2: <laughs> I also yeah. want to point out that at least Deathloop did it right returnal i did
0: not like the way they went with that whole dying and restarting like concept
2: yeah but
1: that was like part of the story though
0: it's funny because it seems like because every single game you can die and you come back so it seems like maybe they're just adding that to like they're adding in, in that into the story they're incorporating you know how somebody can die and come back you know what i mean just like mario galaxy did um so maybe that's where they're going with that but uh Another one though, I that I that caught my eye. You know, I'm into like horror games and movies and whatnot. But Ghostwire Tokyo, uh, the, the the visuals looked amazing. Uh, I hope hopefully it's like the, an exact replica of the of the city. You know what I mean? That they put into the game because I've never visited. it it'd be go- it would be dope to see it in the game. But uh, you know, just the, the characters themselves, the the um, you know the schoolgirl without the head, like it just looks crazy. Yeah, I mean, you know, Japan is
1: known to be you know one of the the greater creators of like the horror genre um so i'm really excited to see where they go with that um like i said it did look great i really want to see more of where like the story kind of goes but those visuals like i don't know they've been putting in work uh with this with that reveal uh big mike has a lot of catching up to do because like you know we've mentioned it time and again we were not impressed with what they did. They could have done so much more. Like, granted, it was just third party, um, so like I get it. Uh, but man, that Ghost wire, like I, I was feeling like Neji from Naruto just watching it uh, with some <laughs> combat. Yeah, that's that's all I felt. Like he was just hitting those chakra points. But um, yeah, I definitely want to see more of that. Um, unfortunately, we, we do have to wait till 2021. Like I know we're, we're halfway through the year now, 2020. Um, but I, I do want to see where they go with that. Um, the other one that I, I'm kind of excited for uh, as well, I know we brought it up, but is is that Resident Evil? Um, I really want to see what kind of direction they went because they completely revamped uh, Resident Evil 7 from that first-person perspective. Uh, so I- I'm curious to see what they do with this one. What do you guys think?
0: I'm definitely excited for that. Uh, you know, I love Resident Evil games. One thing that always said, and, and I'm definitely going to you know speak more on Resident Evil, but I just want to go back to Ghostwire for a second. Uh, they were made by a game uh, developing company, Tango Gameworks, who actually made The Evil Within and The Evil Within 2 and is published by Bethesda, right? And I always felt like those two games felt very, very similar to Resident Evil. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if you guys ever played those, but uh, just the, the, the gameplay felt similar to games prior to Resident Evil 7. But the trailer itself, it looked crazy. Uh, I didn't know which game it was at first. You know, the thing, the first thing they said was that his story comes to a close or something like that. It comes It comes to an end. I didn't realize they were talking about Chris Redfield. So it definitely looks very interesting. And and I really want to play that game. Um, I haven't beat 7 yet. Um definitely gonna get it and play through play through it before eight comes out you know
3: resident evil 7 is a uh, vr right yeah i believe they did have yeah they did
1: they did have vr uh no i don't think it was at launch but i believe they did add vr oh i thought it was just vr
0: no no it's not just VR. Oh, okay um, you you know, I, it,
1: what i do like that they did is kind of a, in one reveal they did first party and third party on here um I like what you know again. What Microsoft is doing with their monthly thing—really just trying to build that that hype train up for a supposed uh, holiday 2020 launch, right? So, like, I get it, um, but I I would have liked to see again more gameplay for them. So, I do hope that is something that they kind of learn from you know the comments and even the Sony reveal. I really hope that is something that they take into account moving forward.
3: Yeah, but these were some of are these do you guys know if these are um some of Sony's first party developers
1: from these yeah, trailers? Yeah, yeah a, right.
3: A lot, a lot of yeah, them, yeah. Yeah, we didn't see none of Xboxes yet. So you, you know, know they have a whole list of games that. coming. Yeah,
1: but we expected that in the in the recent one. We knew it was only third party. Yeah. Which is fine.
0: I just wish they would have given
1: us more.
0: Oh yeah. We need more. One thing about the uh the third party developers is uh when it comes to Insomniac Insomniac games I mean it, it, even though they did exclusively on PlayStation that recently became a first party company you know yes. what I mean a first party dev team mm-hmm. and they definitely re- made a, a great move with acquiring Insomniac you know they've been pro- they produced uh, the Spider-Man games and they keep they're keeping Ratchet and Clank going for how long now this is crazy Yeah money in
1: the I bank think it was a great move yeah I mean that's another thing you know but it's because that they sell so well that we were able to see more. Um, one thing that I was uh, kind of uh, interesting to me is how we have uh, currently released games, Will also be available on, on the PS5, you know, games like Control GTA 5, of course, uh, working exclusively with Rockstar on this one uh, for an updated uh, version of that. So, curious to see what that's going to be like. Um, and, of course, right, you know, Destiny 2 is coming, uh, Fortnite, Warframe, Raybus.
3: <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, when they started <laughs> when they started the whole presentation and you see like the all the PS4 trailers and stuff, yeah. <laughs> when they stopped on Grand Theft Auto for like a hot minute i was like i really want to just jump back in and play this because it looks so good i guess that was like an enhanced version that's coming to ps5 and that's gonna be dope
2: the only thing i want to know is how long that loading screen is gonna take to jump back into <laughs> online
3: mode <laughs> <laughs> but you'll we'll be
1: see, faster we'll see uh something that of course i'm sure has been asked time and time again is cyberpunk 2077 um i believe it is uh likely but it is unconfirmed at the moment Um, is, again, Cyberpunk 2077. Um, We do know it is going to be on PS4 and Xbox One, um, while Xbox offering the smart delivery upgrade. Um, PS5 has still not mentioned anything on that so far. So curious to see how that's going to work and what they're going to do. We've spoken about it time and time again. It it makes sense to not have to purchase the game from a consumer standpoint. Obviously, the developers and the publishers get more money. uh, But I feel like with all the technology available now that is entering into the territory of of greed, in in my opinion, uh, with all of these things that we have available, um, because it's not even at a discounted price you know perfect example right now. I plan to purchase uh, the Last of Us Two. comes out in a couple days. Uh, thanks for the share.
3: I think I'm going to play that
1: first. <laughs> I
2: <don't> know,
1: bro. <laughs> um, but uh, we know they're going to do some sort of remastered version, just like they did uh, for PS3 to PS4 for the the Last of Us, the first game. So I want to know why do you have to buy the full game all over again? Like I feel like it's one of the things that Sony needs to work on to become more mm-hmm. consumer friendly. I get it; it's more money in their pocket, but um, I, I don't know. It's just one of the gripes I have with it. I don't know about you guys.
0: Yeah, they might, they might do something like that. Uh, you know, if anything, one thing that I've noticed throughout this whole entire time is this cat and mouse game that Sony and and you know Microsoft are playing with each other, especially when it comes to the terms of of pricing. You know what I mean? Uh, this showcase we didn't even get a price; we just got the uh, you know. How it looks, all the games that, uh, or a lot of the games that are going to be coming out. I, I feel like because of that, you know, they just, they they probably make changes up until release. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, or yeah. until they, they mass produce it. Um, so they might do something like that. I don't see why they wouldn't.
3: Yeah, I, I agree. And to piggyback on books, like... The way they just came out and showed, it, I didn't think they were gonna show the consoles, and they did. And I was waiting for that price. I'm, I'm over there like staring at the screen, like, are they about to show this price? Because it's been like a up and down battle. I think. Oh no, the, 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 they're, they're only digital. Was anybody expecting that? I was not expecting that.
1: I wasn't expecting that for launch. I was expecting it down the line. But I'm sure they might have seen some of the success that the Xbox One S sold. You know, that all digital one, which I think is great. Because honestly, I don't even remember the last time I put in a disc for in my Xbox One. And I got mine at, at launch. Oh, not launch. Uh, I got it for my birthday, March 2015. Right? So that's a lot of years that I have in there. And I I think I've put in like four discs in that
3: entire time. <laughs> I'm glad they're offering it. It's probably going to be like $100 less. That's probably what they're going to do.
2: I just hope it means cheaper prices for games, right? Because it's less money spent on shipping mm, that's and not gonna creating happen, and bro. printing
1: i've been waiting for that for years uh for some reason uh shipping the disc and buying a digital is the same exact price because that makes sense
0: it's not gonna happen <laughs> it's gonna happen it has to it has hey go to walmart walmart sells all their new games for 50 dollars for 50 dollars. yeah 10 bucks less there you go you better so does, get that so does disc. amazon
2: if you
3: want to <laughs> but now you gotta pay more for the console
0: yeah. And, and it's funny, though, because I've actually I've, I've done the reverse of, of um, our friend Pixel here. Uh, he pretty much stopped buying physical games and I'm starting to to buy more physical games because I, I don't know. I can't shake this this feeling that eventually some of these games are, are not going to be available digitally anymore. You know what I mean? So um, I don't want to be just just left without being able to access them or just uh, just my personal feeling. though. You know, what I mean, if I have the digital copy, then I'll always have that game.
1: I mean that's not a new thing. Uh, you know, I'm throwing a perfect example. Um, one of the games that I love to play was the Scott Pilgrim for the Xbox 360, and I'm sure they were able to de- develop that beat 'em up game. You know, with the licensing and the launch of the movie at that time. Um, I bought it. Uh, it should be mine, um, but I cannot download it anymore. It is not available anywhere uh, to, be, to re-download. So um, I agree with books. That is one of the benefits of having it. Uh, unfortunately, just even with like PC games, there's no such thing as a physical game. So it, it does fall down to a preference. Um, you know, you look at like the Nintendo cartridges, those normally um, only go up in, in value. So I can definitely see it from that aspect. Um, but I don't know about the PS4 and the and the Xbox, unless it's like some sort of collector's edition. Uh, I I don't think the physical is, is something that I would do.
0: You know what's funny though, uh, you're you're saying that they don't do physical PC games, but you definitely do see them at stores, and I've actually bought one. Um, for XCOM two, right? And I thought I'm getting a disc. I open it; as just a code for Steam. Exactly. So, like, why even sell it in a case? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's a
2: waste. It's a waste of money.
0: It was so funny. I was disappointed. I'm like, I kind of wanted the disc, but um, at least I got the artwork. Um, it, it's pretty cool, you know. It, it's an alien that's made of up of a uh, human skulls, so it looks cool. You paid yeah. for packaging. Yeah, I mean, uh, essentially, you know, so like, but I got the game. So
1: <laughs> so it's like like, you know, it is it's also really it is ultimately going to fall down on what you prefer. You know, what works best for you? Um, I'm like I'm running out of space, so I'm being very selective. Uh, if all goes well, the next one that I'll be receiving is going to be the Cyberpunk uh, for, for Xbox. And I don't even know what I'm going to do with the disc because I plan to pay that on PC anyway, but I really want that uh, that collector's edition. Um, it, it, it was ordered there, so we'll see what that goes.
2: And the more you speak about Cyberpunk, the more excited I get for it. And then I started start looking at the artwork and some of the um, reveals that came out last year, and it does look more and more appealing to me the more I look at it.
1: Man, let me tell you there, I am so excited for this game. There's just a million things um, that, I, that I plan to do. I know people are overhyping this 100%, um, but it is that people are basically making this game out to be like the movie gamer, um, where you can just do whatever you want. And it's not going to be like that. You know, I'm sure it's going to have some sort of Skyrim aspect, right, where you can kind of go on a mayhem. Um, but there's so many things that they've confirmed already, like you can do an all pacifist run out of the gate, which I'm not going to do, but I'm sure people will do, you know, um, yeah. but it does open it up for that replayability, which I can which I
0: can enjoy.
2: There you go, books. There's some replay value when you do your calculations for this game.
0: Hey, Hey, I mean. I, I if it gives you an achievement, it's, I, I, I'd try it. You know what I mean? yeah so. <laughs> you got me there. I would definitely go for the achievement, bro. You know what I mean? And and I'm all about I'm all about trying to get the harder ones too. Like uh, if you guys have ever played uh, Dead by Daylight. Um In an, you know, an asymmetrical horror survivor game, you get to pick a killer. Uh, so when you're the killer, you have to pretty much damage the survivors and then put them on a hook to sacrifice them to some entity. Uh, There's an area, it's a, a basement, where they have four hooks right next to each other. And if you get all the survivors on those hooks, you get an achievement. And I actually got that one. That's true. You know what I mean? It took me a couple... Well, it's actually... When I actually wanted to do it, I got it on my first try. That was pretty sick. That's That's pretty cool.
2: cool. Nice. I played I played the game once
0: he's a good killer <laughs> <laughs> I always seen it like I would go by there to see if people were hiding there and I would see like oh they have four hooks at once maybe you know maybe I should try to hook them all all at one time and I never actually did it and then with that very next game I'm like okay you, let me try if this. you take a
3: long time to get like a next player does the other person get off of one hook or they stay there
0: they it's it's like uh yeah, are they dead or alive? 50 50 it's 50 50 shot like you can definitely struggle to get off the hook but then it it, it lowers your time that you have uh, before the entity actually shows up um, or oh, you can actually okay. have another survivor come and take you off the hook okay
3: got it so it do- oh, so it does sound difficult though to get them all four at a certain amount of time you know it kind of reminds me of um, what one of the hard
1: achievements was actually for halo reach I forgot what mission it was. It must have been like mission eight or nine. It was towards the end where you had to jump off this cliff and land on an elite that was at the bottom and assassinate him. Um,
2: <laughs> I from, remember that.
1: Yeah, where you would normally die uh, if you la- like just landed on the floor, but if you were able to get that assassination off, that was an achievement. That's actually one of my favorite ones.
0: I actually got that one too. And uh, just to just to close out the uh, the whole Dead by Daylight thing, uh, I know you guys don't like that kind of game, but. I was disappointed in knowing that the achievement was only to get three. There isn't an achievement for all four.
3: <laughs> At least you did it, though. You got bragging rights, <laughs> man. Like, I, I got that four.
0: Yeah, so that was pretty cool.
3: So what you guys think about the other accessories? Like the um, headset, they showed you oh, the whole the headset 5 great. Accessory.
1: I did like the way the headset looked. I don't think I'd buy it, but it definitely looked great. The charging station was nice as well. Um, I hope I they have order. a bundle with all that stuff. That would be nice. But but wants to pay. Punisher wants to pay fucking a thousand dollars for the PS5. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm saying normally bundles are a little cheaper, but it's still gonna be an arm and a leg. I'm hoping. I still hope they're like five, five hundred dollars the the most.
1: Bro, I'm I'm I think they should do the same thing. I think they're probably gonna do uh, four ninety nine uh, with the with the the optical drive and probably three ninety nine for the all digital, um, if they want to stay like competitive. That's basically what it is. Um, I don't think it's leaning that way, but that's kind of what I want both of them to do. You know, if uh, Xbox releases another, unless they're going to do like the yearly release of their consoles, like they did with
0: the uh, with the Xbox One.
2: You think the Xbox is going to do a fridge and a mini fridge? You yeah. oh
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I feel like that they're they're wanting to price it ridiculously high and that's why they're not putting the price on they're waiting for you know either one of them like Sony's waiting for Microsoft and vice versa to put out the price I think so so they can be competitive with it yeah like this is I don't know I mean but, we'll see what happens But obviously the
1: price doesn't mean too much right because think about the ps3 how that was it 40 yeah. gigabyte or the 60 gigabyte how it was like
0: 20 and 60.
1: Is that what it was? It was twenty and sixty. Twenty and um, sixty. Yeah. Right, but how, like the, the price range on those weren't those like seven, eight hundred dollars, because um, it came with six hundred for the 600. sixty. Yeah. So, um, and then the then the Xbox Three Sixty debacle where you had the the core one or like the the pro one, and you basically had to cut off your ties with the people who got the core one because they couldn't game together. You couldn't like update the hard drive. So it's it you know and the ps3 still sold more you know so i'm really curious to see um what they do with this um again we're talking about holiday primetime shopping here in the united states um looking at you friends you know you're our favorite listener so far <laughs> um um, <Friends. laughs> um but you know i i don't know i i just I don't want this to be an arm and a leg because it is something that I want to see not too crazy overpriced because I, I do want to purchase it. Um, I don't know if I'd get the Xbox, to be honest, um, just because a lot of those games are going to be available on the PC. And that's where I've been playing anyway. So it's not something that I would purchase twice.
0: I'm prepared to pay whenever.
3: Yeah, I think I am, too, because I get I get what you're saying, Pixel, like about the Xbox. You're probably going to get most of those games on the PC because they're being so like consumer friendly like consumer first, you know, and the smart delivery and everything. But I'm like, I already know the Series X is going to do better than my computer. And I have a 1070. So I I don't I don't have no slouch when it comes to the PC. But even my tech is already outdated when it comes to the PS5 and Xbox. And if you want like that full experience, especially for even if they're like five hundred dollars, even if they push like five fifty, even six hundred, they're already pushing it with me. But it's gonna be stronger than my computer and I'm pretty sure than a lot of other people's computers out there.
1: Damn, did you hear that guys? Uh Punisher said he's gonna buy all of us the Xbox Series X.
3: Woo! I'ma hit the lotto, bro. I'm gonna buy you a mansion too.
1: Thanks, appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, you know, like I, I think price is gonna be a very big, you know, determining factor whether I purchase any next gen at, at all. Because, uh, like I said, I uh, the Xbox Series X looks fantastic, um, but
3: so don't lie. You want that experience? I know you want it, man. You want that 4K, some games 120 FPS goodness. I know but, you I, do.
1: I, but I got a 2070 Super. Like I feel like I could hit that. You know
3: what I mean? Oh, you definitely. Well, 2070 <laughs> baller. You on that baller life? You want people to buy you
1: mansions? Jesus, bro. That's that was, that was me whoring myself out, basically. <laughs> So work, work like six jobs uh, so work.
3: what do you guys especially like this would be like a question for Keori? like are you looking to get the ps5 without the disc just to save that extra money do you think that's a route you would take because i know you're not big on it already but you might want to try the exclusive so you might actually want to go that route
1: for the for the ps5 yeah yeah, honestly, that's that's what it's looking like for me. I don't think um, Nintendo's planning to release anything anytime soon, right? The Switch is great as is. There's a couple games coming out that I'm looking forward to, um, but no full console. You know, um, the PS5 honestly looks like the next gen winner for me, um, but. It, uh, I am going to have to take a look and see what that's going to cost because I don't even think it's something that I'd get at launch for a couple reasons, right? They've already listed that there are limited quantities and those for the people who need it, right? Day one. And I don't think there's anything that's coming out that I need to play right away. Mm. So I, I can I could wait personally.
0: I'm prior to that as soon as I can.
2: <laughs> to answer Punisher's questions, I, I won't. I don't think I would buy physical copies anymore moving forward with the next gen, mainly because there's not that much benefit having a physical copy as there used to be. Now, when you buy a physical copy, all you do is you pop it in and then it says, oh, thanks for buying the game. Now, download the entire game, which is going to take you the next three, four hours. And
1: (laughs) that's that's true. Could take into account of how many of these games are coming out with these. Right. So.
2: I'd rather just buy it digitally where you can pre-download the game and then once it hit midnight, it unlocks and you can start playing it versus getting the game and then waiting to download that game.
1: Yeah, that's also taking the time out to go. If you're not getting it delivered, go into the store. If you do get it delivered, maybe you got to go to work. You can't even install it until that night. You know, there's so many factors uh, for that disc thing. In my opinion, that is more of a detriment. Right. I agree. So
2: I would most likely get the non-optical drive version
0: i can think of one benefit of actually getting physical copies um it just depends on on how much you're willing to spend on which games right but collector's editions you get the you know the deluxe editions on the uh the digital stores and it's all digital content you know what i mean um but i don't buy many games collector's editions but they're definitely going there's going to be games that i'm going to want to do that for like especially god of war uh, Games like that, you know, and they're mostly going to be on PlayStation or places and books.
3: That's a good point cool
0: just to see what they what they put out there. You know, what I mean, like just just like um, you guys know that I, I paid one hundred and seventy dollars for the Ghost of Tsushima collector's edition. Right. And that comes with the mask. I, I don't even remember everything else that it comes with, but just that mask had me sold. You know what I mean it's actually that's really great. You know,
1: I'm I'm right there with you with uh, with like collector's edition that we brought it up earlier. Um that's really like the only the only benefit and that's if the package is, is good enough. Like even if there's one thing that you feel adds that value, that's great. But I can think of um a a couple that didn't really do it for me. Like um what was a big one, the the Call of Duty 2, the Modern Warfare. Didn't that come with like the Knife of goggles yeah. or whatever? Yeah,
0: um, I'm pretty sure I, was <laughs> yeah I remember. It, right? that.
1: Like that. Yeah, like, you know, the great. That's great. That's fantastic. But it, it didn't have that value for, for me to purchase it. I mean, I'm not a big Call of Duty fan in general, but um, the Collected Edition is something like the, I think the Witcher 3 one was fantastic that I wish I could have gotten my hands on. Again, Cyberpunk, really looking forward to that one. We
3: need to start pushing for that because. Uh- it's true. Like if you have an all digital, you can't really you, you don't really get the game if you buy a collector's edition because it only brings the disc, right?
2: But why not? Why can't they? Why can't you purchase a collector's edition digital package where you get a code and you get the item in the mail?
3: It, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but that don't exist now, right?
2: That, I would love that. It does not,
1: and let me tell you, it's something I've actually um, you know put in certain subreddits. Uh, hoping someone in the the team sees it uh, the big uh, a bit of a problem with that is that usually uh, most of the time they outsource you know that the like the goodies you know because these are mainly game companies so they'll reach out to a company um, to to issue out like uh, you know cyberpunk again has that the main character v kind of like in in an action sequence of the motorcycle where he's like shooting his gun. Uh, So, you know, someone has to design it. Someone has to like draw it and things like that. Plus the other goodies. Um, One thing that I hope to see more of that I, that again, Cyberpunk is just such a great example for this. I hope other developers and publishers do this moving forward is that there are no additions to any of the deluxe or collector edition. So, Um, The one you buy for Xbox is going to come with the same goodies as as PS4 or PC. You know, there's not going to be a GameStop edition, a Best Buy edition, an Amazon edition. It's just one edition. And I really hope to see that moving forward because there were a couple of like a couple games in the past. I apologize. Can't remember them right now where there are so many editions that you literally had to choose
2: like where to buy. Yeah, I remember that.
3: But for the retail store, that's not a bad idea. So you got to see it in almost their point of view, you know, because who's going to? Not a lot of people like GameStop is losing a lot of business, right? Because nobody's really going over there to buy your games. You got Walmart for $10 cheaper. You got maybe a Best Buy close to you. You're not going to go to GameStop. But like I know I bought like a special they had like a special item or something or like a, a, a look, a skin in Best Buy when I bought Destiny. So I went to Destiny and bought Best Buy because I really wanted that skin. It was like a dope skin. <laughs> <laughs> went to Destiny and bought Best Buy. What a you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So wh- when they have these different when they have these different items that you can get from going to a specific store, that's helping the retailer to get what they need, you know, to get those purchases.
1: Right. Well, that's the retailer. But what benefit do I get for multiple retailers offering? You know, what if there's two? I'm not going to buy the same game twice. You know what I mean? Like, it ultimately comes down to me, the consumer, the one who's going to be using the product.
3: You miss out on that skin, homie, when everybody sees you online.
1: Right. But how is that fair? You know, how is that fair? You know, you actually bring up a a very good point with that. There have been um, a whole bunch of reports uh, within the Fortnite community where they don't even want to play with people. People are literally leaving games if you don't have like certain skins because it basically shows that you're a noob and they don't want to play with you. You know, so it shows like that exclusivity and really in the community where we should all be, you know, coming together as one.
3: Well, Fortnite is like there's a lot of five year olds in there so that this is the problem, right? Like if you talk to a real gamer, a real gamer going to clear, I could play with a noob skin uh, and it won't affect me one bit seeing a samurai guy, sword guy. And as long as I... him, then I'll just teabag him, and I'm on my merry way. If he's better than me, he's better than me. Uh, <laughs> but
1: no, but but like I said, but why should that even like be be an option, right? This should be a community of of coming together. You know, we all just want games to play. You know, uh some people like certain types of games, but that doesn't make you like any less. Yeah, gamer, yeah. You know, there's people only play like a Professor lane game. You know, or only like the Pokemon games. You know, they will they would never vouch. Uh, you know, not vouch. They would never run to like. Um, something like the Witcher three that would never jump into like a first person shooter or a battle Royale, but that doesn't make a less of a gamer. So why should, um, you know, these companies have forced us to make that decision of what retailer to go to, to play the game. Like, if they're going to make something available, why not I make agree. it available for all? It's the yeah. same game. You know, it's not like
3: I'm pretty sure all of us here, the old man gamers, we're going to go to the cheapest spot. <laughs> Whoever has that better discount. That's where we're shopping.
1: Uh, <laughs> old Ben Gaming coming soon, um, but no, like you know, it's just it, it's unfair to us as a consumer, right? They put in all this work, you know. The v- developers are getting the money regardless, so it really comes down to you know who's going to reflect that in their sales for that month, that week, um, for that that retailer. And you know, I want the retailers to succeed. You know, I'm not trying to you know send them all to oblivion, but I feel like it's unfair to us as a consumer. Like if you're just going to have it. Have it available for everyone, you know, so some people prefer delivery. They'll get it through Amazon or Walmart. You know, some people want to walk into the store. Maybe they don't like the Best Buy uh, delivery, but, you know, they like to go to Best Buy. and Maybe they'll pick up uh, an extra controller or something. You know what I mean? Um, but it should have like those extra goodies should just be one per game. Not one item, but just one collection yeah. per game because it's, it's just not good for For us, the consumer, you know, we're the ones that are going to be experiencing and spending our money, you know, our time, especially for people who don't have as much time to play video games. So, I don't know, it's just my two
3: cents on that. The remote, though, they finally showed the back of the remote. I I was surprised I people were saying that there might be back buttons or this or that, but at least they got USB-C. So, and that, that uh, the people wondering about the battery now, because it has that like charging station, but every remote previous had that. So as long as PS Five says it, it's gonna have a better battery life, then I believe it.
1: I honestly just hope it it doesn't feel um too light. Uh, I have the the right the Elite Series two for Microsoft, and that thing has spoiled me to all yeah. Same here, oblivion. man. Okay, um, like I I can't use I can't use my Elite Series one anymore because it just fe- it just feels fake. It it feels like it's. It's a replica. I don't want it. Get it away from me. So I just hope it has some kind of weight or or density to it because you know I, I have bigger hands. Um, I, I am glad to see the remote does look a little bigger. We'll see what that kind of plays into moving forward. Um, I I am a little surprised with the PS Five reveal that they made it white. Like that that's kind of like the, the primary color on there, uh, straying away from their you know the the gray. PS1, the Black PS2, PS3, and PS4. I kind of want to know what prompted that. Again, it looks
3: phenomenal. I am excited for it. I think it makes it pop more. They uh, maybe they went for like that futuristic look because it definitely looks like this shit got antennas. So like flat screen antennas on it. So you know they went for a future look. to
1: the design team, like for real. Yeah. That design team.
3: That two tone color is nice because imagine if they were it's all white if they would went black. That I don't know how I would feel about that. The two-tone looks a lot better with this white now, with the black in the middle. It, like it would there. look like
2: a, a big old Oreo if they did it inverted.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh,
1: you yeah. definitely will see that meme. <laughs> Bro, that Oreo
3: <laughs> memes. I'm ready for it. Double stuffed. Uh, it's the only way to look. I can't wait to see how Xbox responds, though. Like, that's why I love that the PlayStation hit it out the park. Everybody's talking positive. There's some memes here and there, but everybody's saying, yo, they show gameplay. They show this and that. But now Xbox with that July event. Oof. Like, I, I if they show, like, a lot of first-person party games, like, I can't wait.
2: Well, Microsoft already said that in July, that's what they're going to mainly focus on are the games developed by their own studios. That's so, perfect. You know, we're definitely going to see a lot of first-person, <coughs> not first-party first um, content in July.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because, you know, they are planning to do uh, an inside Xbox every month until launch. So I really want to see what they do. Um, I believe we discussed, uh, you know, off of the podcast that for June, uh, they're going to highlight updates to like the Xbox platform and the services that they're going to provide. So curious to see what that's going to look like. Uh, I wonder if it's going to be like their apps or, uh, like the, the OS.
2: Yeah. I feel like that's a great way for them to kind of explain more of the operating system that was leaked recently. It would be a good opportunity to shine more light on that because the community already saw it. So it'd be great to actually see it working.
1: You know, you know, actually, I I was watching a uh, game ranks uh, right on YouTube. Um, they're they're a pretty good source of entertainment, news, and things like that. Um, but they um, they actually did like their own kind of PS five thing. Um, and at the end of it, they actually let like showed you what like that intro is to the. To turning on the PS5, it's gonna be like the noises and like the intro screen before you press like the PS button to like log into your account. Um, and it sounded nice, it, was, it was very harmonious in my opinion. Um, but you know, if you're interested in that, you can definitely go check that yeah,
3: out. Yeah, I bet you it's just gonna work like lightning fast, right? Uh, I'm gonna love that because that's one of the things that turned me off a little bit about like the whole PlayStation, uh, like software and stuff. Uh, it did turn me off a little bit because it was like sluggish and everything, but. This feels like it's going to be so premium. I can't wait. I really can't wait. I'm excited.
2: That's what I mean. That's what they've been selling us for a long time now, right? That the hardware, the hardware, the hardware. There's not going to be any latency. It's just going to be super fast, super smooth. They
3: put, they put that technology into their remotes too, because they were hyping that up with the remote. That's why I'm excited about the controller too, because they said they did a they took a lot of steps in making sure like the input lag is lowered by a lot. And that, that's, that excites me. Cause it's like, yes, this, you know, I want that premium feeling. And if yeah. I, and I'm a, I feel like I'm gonna get it. And that's, I want to pay for that.
2: I'll pay for that. Uh, and I agree with that. And that would be great. And it may come a bit of a shocker to everyone, but I would probably get the PlayStation 5 if that controller feels right and it doesn't hurt my hands because that's my biggest issue with PlayStations is that after about an hour or two, my hand starts to cramp when I play he, on the PlayStation He means controller. if it
3: feels like an Xbox remote, woo!
2: Yeah, <laughs> if they make it feel bigger and heavier and sturdy like the Ooh. Xbox remotes, then Ooh. I would probably get a PlayStation because, like I said, those titles that were um, shown on the showcase... They really made me want to play a lot of those games and looping back into the into the showcase. What did you guys think about that uh, cat life simulator stray where it was just walking around town, hopping in and out of houses?
3: I think it would be a pretty cool game, especially if you're playing as the cat. Man, if Goat
1: Simulator, well, if Goat Simulator was able to become that popular, it's just playing as like an animal, um, I'm sure a lot of the oh my god, yes, are gonna kind yep. of love with
2: it. So I definitely think it's gonna be one of those games where everyone's gonna have a completely different experience playing it because you're gonna do, you know, you're gonna go down one street, you're gonna enter a different house, and depending on what you do, timing and whatnot, I feel like there's going to be stories in the backgrounds. Like maybe you'll catch like a married couple arguing about something, or maybe you'll like distract someone from doing their homework. And then you come back maybe later in the day or night and they're in trouble because they were playing with a cat, you know, that kind of stuff. So it would be really cool to see how you as a cat can interact with the environment without actually in, in, um, Interacting with the environment, basically the environment. <laughs> I just thought
3: about Tortuga going up to like people that are allergic to cats and killing everybody in the game.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know, but it kind of um, it looks like a much more docile version of I don't know if you played it um, that that uh, that Goose game, the Untitled Goose Game, right? Uh, that game got so much some fun. popularity that I was not expecting in like any way, shape, or form. Did you ever play it? No, I've seen it played. Like it was fun. Like you basically like honk at people. Oh like, my
3: god, fun. it's it's a fun game.
1: It's like chaos simulator is a goose, and
3: you would uh, never think you would have fun playing as a duck, but just messing around with people <laughs> is pretty fun.
1: Yeah, I could, I could definitely. I mean, like I've seen some gameplay of it, and it, it does look hilarious. It really does. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's it's nice to see um, a lot of like these. Uh, indie games gain even more traction as like time goes on, um, where the triple A titles aren't the only thing that people are looking forward to. Uh 'cause let me tell you that that cat game, the stray, looks beautiful. Like yeah, even just for that uh, aesthetic uh to be able to, you know, visualize all that as you're going through, that alone makes you want to explore just to see what more uh they have on this.
3: Yeah, that's true. Uh, even the one thing that gets me we haven't even seen it how it's supposed to look you know even before they started the whole thing it says these games uh that we're about to show you is going to look way better on the playstation 5 because they were streaming at like 1080p 30 fps and i can only all those games are going to be 4k i i know that for a fact and I'm pretty sure they are going to be freaking like 60 FPS. I'm hoping, and it's going to look so good, so much better than what we saw. is going to look, and I can't wait. I'm just cool.
1: Um, you know, I probably just uh, to backtrack a little bit here, but I know we were talking about the price between the consoles, but um, there was something that actually um w- came out recently is that uh the CEO Jim Ryan um apparently was quoted saying that the company is emphasizing. Value as opposed to price, and that is a little concerning.
3: I I saw rumors of like seven hundred dollars, and I, I just like, I step back for a second because I'm like, would I actually get this console if it's something ridiculous like that? You definitely would. Maybe because I want, I do want it so bad. I want that experience. I I want what they, I want how developers imagine you to play the game. That's how I want to play the game because that's at its best quality. So I do want that. But $700, that's ridiculous.
2: I mean, I do like that, that fact that developers are now free to create content that they're not limited by the hardware anymore. And they can just create worlds and create mechanics and create just games. And you saw with the PlayStation Showcase, a lot of them said that ideas they had for years were just not possible with where the technology was. And they no longer have those limitations. And they're free to um, come up with new creations. And that's amazing.
1: Perfect example is actually Square Enix with Final Fantasy VII, uh, the remake that they recently came out is actually how they you know said that they envisioned the game when they released it for the PlayStation One. Uh, so I I agree with Tortuga one hundred percent. I am glad that they now have that um, that ability to really create the things that um, in their head, you know.
3: I'm just glad we have developers that think ahead like that. Because look at that PlayStation regular game to now. That's amazing. And if that's how they envision it, I can't wait for the future.
2: And real quick, guys, what did what did you think about Goodbye Volcano High?
3: Goodbye Volcano High.
1: I think I was pulling groceries. I don't think I got to see that one.
2: Oh, you should check it out. <clears throat> well,
3: what, how was it? I, I can't remember it really.
2: So it... <sighs> It reminds me of a game that I played before, and I can't remember.
3: This. Oh, you're know. talking about the Unicorn World thing?
2: No, um, it looked like. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you're talking about the school, the school with the with the donkeys and the no. they look like dinosaurs or something. There we go. What they,
2: are. they were dinosaurs. Okay. Um. Yeah, and that's what it was like dinosaurs, ca- dinosaur characters in like some kind of like high school environment. And it was just titled Goodbye Volcano High. And then the title, like the meteor kind of like crashed through the words. And it was just I was curious to see I would be curious to see what that game was really about. That would be one that I, I wouldn't mind playing if it came you know discounted. I definitely wouldn't buy that on Zero Day, but
3: yeah, same here. Like so, it's definitely an indie game, right? It definitely gave off that look. As definitely, like did. this is an indie game. Yeah, so I don't know exactly who the developer is. I'm I was trying to find out here, but I can't see it. Um, but it it looks like a game that has to do with a different world, which I like. This is why I step into games, right? To get into a different world, a different universe, but. It's like it's about high school, man. And there's so much going on in life right now. I kind of just when I saw it, I was just like, uh, this probably ain't for me because so much life is going on right now as we speak. And I just I really want to get away and just and have fun.
2: No, for sure. Which is why it's not one that I would buy as soon as it comes out and wait until it's super discounted, like maybe five bucks at most, just to <laughs> see just to see what it was really about um but yeah no i i did like the artwork at least um from the trailer from what i saw the artwork was actually really cool
1: yeah i actually just saw it um no it, it does look pretty cool um it looks like it's definitely going to be more um kind of like one of those um i didn't see like any combat or anything so it's probably one of those like talking games
2: yeah like a very very heavy story driven game yeah
3: so um <clears throat> tortuga so you, you're really not into hitman at all huh don't really like no, I don't.
2: Teams. I don't like stealth games in general, mainly because okay. I'm bad at them and I get caught all the time. So I just go running and gunning. So, you just want a
3: splinter cell. That's why you get mad when anything else is made. You want that splinter cell now.
2: No, I don't. I don't like splinter cell either. You don't like
3: splinter cell. I don't like anything stealthy. I just said that. You did just say that. I like to contradict, make you think other things. <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> Oh, yes, I, I,
2: are, I really I do hate games. stealth games.
3: I like stealth games. I don't mind stealth games, especially like a game like Hitman, because it's not just a, a stealth game. If you want to go all guns and, you know, guns and glory, you could do that. You don't have to play stealthy.
2: You can do that. But those games are geared more towards stealth fanatics. And yeah, I am not is. one of them.
3: It is. You're right.
2: It's my impatience. I don't like getting to a room and then hiding behind a desk for like 30 minutes memorizing security patterns and whatnot. It's just not for me. I want to go in, get done with the room, go to the next cutscene.
3: <laughs> More story driven. All right. I got yeah. you. Straightforward.
2: For uh, sure. What
3: about, um? what you guys think about Sackboy? A big adventure. Uh, it, wasn't for it, wasn't me. Me. it wasn't for me. You know that's <laughs> going to be huge, though. I know it's not for you guys, but you know, uh, coming off of the Little Big Planet series, you know this is going to be huge. A huge oh, PlayStation yeah. game. It yeah. has a
2: pretty big following as it is. And you know, for those fans, enjoy. But not for me. Um, So let's see. So we're kind of running out of time. Um, So before we cut over to the game history um, for this episode, I definitely want to say, if you're listening to this, give us a tweet with what you thought of the PlayStation 5 showcase. If you've seen it, if you haven't seen it, watch it and let us know what you think and what games you're definitely interested to catch when they come out or games that you definitely thought you know would show on the showcase and didn't make it or anything that you definitely you know just your opinion on anything of the showcase reach out to us we definitely love to hear your feedback on it
3: we really do reach out guys we love the communication
2: so pixel what uh what do we got this week for game history
1: so this week, we actually do have a little bit of a treat, which, uh, kind of blew my mind a little bit, uh, cause I never knew that this was, uh, this was the, the case. Um, but, um, we'll start with, uh, chronologically, um, I like to do the, this week in game video game history, uh, taking into account the month uh, where we are recording. Um, and in this one I have two. Uh, starting with 1991 uh, in June, June 23rd, uh, Sega actually released uh, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, for the, the Sega Genesis. And uh, it, I apologize. And they also released it for the master system and the game gear. Um, so we'll kind of start with that. Uh, but Something that I find super interesting is that in 1996, um, June 23rd as well, Nintendo released Super Mario 64 uh, for uh, Nintendo 64. So I kind of saw that and that they were released on the exact same day. uh, And I thought it'd be a little treat uh, since we have so many kind of reveals um, with this uh, previous PS5 event. So I thought you guys would enjoy that.
2: Definitely do. And I can say Mario 64 took... A lot of hours, or I should say, I put a lot of hours from my childhood into Mario sixty four. It was, <laughs> was such late. a large game, and That's such I, a good game. It was such a good game, and it was. I did beat it, but I never completed it. And what? One hundred and twenty stars? Yeah, one hundred and twenty stars, and the red star and whatnot. I never got all of that. No,
1: I think no. It just 120 I just one hundred and twenty stars. I don't even remember anything additional. I just remember. Uh, oh, is a Yoshi on the roof, and you get the, the hat outside. So
3: that's
2: all that I remember.
3: Oh, for me, beating it was just beating up Bowser a whole bunch of times. Yeah, like I said, I beat tail. the game.
2: I beat the game. <laughs> I just never completed it.
3: <clears throat> oh, you never 100 it. Okay, got it. Right. Um, <clears throat> but it was such a, for its time, that game was so amazing for its time. Are Agreed. you kidding me? Jumping through pictures, and then it becomes the world? Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. It's crazy.
2: And I I remember reading that, um, or it was just rumored that it might be ported over to the Switch, which would be amazing to just replay that with current day graphics, even though the Switch is behind on hardware. But you know what I'm saying?
3: Oh, like an enhanced version? Oh, that would be amazing, man. That would be nice. Definitely
1: agreed. So um, yeah, I like I said, uh, I know we mentioned it with like Super Mario Galaxy you know, the three D platformer Mario's Um Super Mario sixty four was the only one that I played. Um the other zones was just way too mechanically heavy for me. Um but yeah, you know, it was a staple in the series and for you know the mascot itself. Um so yeah, just a little bit of video game history for you guys for this week.
2: Thank you, Pixel, for that. And before we go, let's let our listeners know where they can find us for more content.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So Pixel here, you can find me on Twitter at GTV underscore Pixel. And, of course, on Twitch, you can catch me live for twitch.tv forward slash pixelated visionary.
3: Perfect. All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening and you guys can catch me on all the t's gtv punisher on twitter gtv punisher on twitch Uh, i'm gonna try to get a regular schedule on my twitch channel too so i can talk with you guys and talk with the community thank you so much for listening guys it's been fun
2: and for me it's your host tortuga and you can find me on both twitch and twitter at gtv underscore tortuga all right thank you
0: boom
3: hit the button we we'll